Hello, welcome to the Biathlon Briefing Podcast. We're delighted to us today, um, Anna Gander, a biathlete from Austria, who's had a very successful career already at such a young age, winning multiple Junior World Championship medals and making an impact already. And thanks for joining us today, Anna. It'd be good to start off by, I guess, understanding how you got into biathlon. Is that always something you've been interested in from a young age, or is it have your family been involved in biathlon? Uh, hello everyone um, and thank you so much for the for the invitation it's like a big honor for me um, so how did I came to to biathlon um, my dad was also a cross-country skier he was actually very um, good in it he was a uh, uh, he reached the second place in the Olympic Games and because of him um, I get attracted to cross-country skiing at first. So I started uh, when I was two years. I was the first time on skis. And uh, biathlon, um, I have to think, how did I? Yeah, because of my uh, friend, Christoph Suman. He is a, is a good friend of us. And he was like one of the best biathletes in, in Austria. And yeah, I did come um, because of him to biathlon. So I started with biathlon when I was six years. I tried the first time shooting. And for me, it was like um, more more exciting because just cross country skiing, it was too bored for me, too boring. And so I wanted to have uh, something more exciting. And with biathlon, I think I choose the right thing. I think for people in the UK who aren't familiar, biathlon, like, like you say, is a bit different to cross country with the fact there's two very different disciplines, I guess, that you need to to master like in any biathlon race obviously there's the shooting and the the skiing and that's obviously very challenging to to have to train so hard in two different things how do you go about doing that in your training routines do you is that is that something you find difficult or do both kind of come naturally to you um yeah a lot of people ask me that because they always think that it's like two different sports that there's shooting and there's cross-country skiing but for me, I don't know, I think it's it's like one sport. So when I'm going, um, I don't know, in, in summer it's uh, on roller skis or in winter on skis. So when I go training, I we always combine it. So for me, it's like one sport. It's not really, so like in this period now, we maybe train a little bit more shooting and focus more on shooting. But normally it's like one sport together. So we don't really, um, distance to do the two sports because you need to run and then you need to shoot so you need to to do both at the same time and I, I guess obviously with the shooting especially there's a like a big I guess mental aspect to it because obviously you know there's a lot of pressure going into the race obviously you're not just physically tired but the mental aspect is that do you do anything to do training wise with that mental kind of resilience and aspect of that yeah, you're you're totally right. Like the mental aspect in shooting, it's it's maybe, um, yeah, like eighty percent of of shooting is is just mentally. And yeah, I I work with a mental coach too. Maybe I shoot it sometimes a bit more. Um, but yeah, it's like, um, because there are like really there are mistakes that they could be like a hit but they aren't because you were thinking too much like the the typical last last miss it's these are just misses because of because you're thinking too much and you can train that but like when you are when you're in a big pressure it's not always so easy 
obviously we're in in the off season now just come off the back of a busy season when you when you look back on the last season how do you think it went what the what were the highlights for you over the last season um yeah last season was a was like a bit up and down so i had a lot of um um success and a lot of how do you say miss success and um i was normally i'm still junior and um i decided that i like i go a level up and start in in ebu cup and it was for me like a big challenge but i've i i thought yeah okay i take the challenge and i try it and um yeah, all in all, I, I must say because I'm still junior and I'm I'm still young and normally I, I'm not in EBU Cup. Um, I'm like, yeah, I think it was a the season was okay. Sometimes there are races I'm not really happy with and I, I would um, do something different. But my highlight was definitely the second place in in Nove Mesto. And after Nove Mesto, I had unfortunately Corona. And after Corona, like I was completely tired and my body didn't work like before. And I, yeah, it was unfortunately not a happy ending of my season. Yeah, it's obviously not a good way to end the year. But like you say, it's by afternoon, even even when you watch like the top, top people in, in the World Cup, it's, can, they can have bad days, good days. So I guess it's about just finding that consistency. And I guess it comes with experience you'll just get more consistent as you yes you're as right. you as you develop but what do you have any particular like circuits on the on the tour which you which you enjoy or, or that you look forward to going to you, any particular favorites uh, of the last season no just in, in general yeah not really i really like the like the, the stadium like and which are in, in the woods like with a lot of trees behind the tracks and which are like a little bit more quiet so for me, Obadilia, um, I also like the race in Oberhof. Not many people say that, but for me, it, I don't know, it has a, a different spirit. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> so, yeah, like Antholz is also from the track here really nice. And shooting is like a little bit difficult there. I think I have to work on that because the Olympic Games are there in four years. <laughs> and yeah, so like the tracks, well, Olaf Bokliuka is also really nice. I like Bokliuka too. Yeah. It's interesting. So, like you say, you yeah, you spent more time on the IBU Cup tour last year. What would you say, I guess, from your perspective, are the main differences, or are the main differences between that and the the junior tour? Um, like from the competition itself, I there's, guess, yeah. There's not a, a big difference. Like the distance is always the same, but like the people they are the niveau of the people is is very high so i think when you are top 10 in ebu cup you can also have good chances in world cup um so this is the only difference between junior and and ebu cup but we also have a lot of good juniors yeah so who, who are your kind of main 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 friends on, on the tour um yeah i'm um like the Swiss girls are um, uh, like Leah Maya, also Slettemark, like you mentioned before, you already did a podcast with her. Um, I, these are really nice girls. I really like to talk with them and like uh, change a little bit experience. And Leah was also at my place once. 
And also now because I have a French boyfriend now, so I'm like, uh, I'm, I have some friends in, in, in France um, too. And yeah, it's like really we are in Bayern. It's really cool because we're like one family. So we are like talking and change experiences with all the, the nations. And it's, it's really cool. So I'm, I'm really looking forward always and winter just not because of the races, also because this, um, I can see the, the people again. So, so obviously, like say we're in, in the off season, do you, what kind of trainings do you do in the off season? Because I know a lot of different people have different levels of stuff they do or different things and approach it differently as they kind of go between the end of end of the end of last season and the start of the new season coming up um so off season is like we do really really long um trainings on snow this year was a little, a little bit different because i was sick again and um, so i i couldn't train at all and now we start again with training and now we change from skis on roller skis that's the only big difference we have it'd be interesting to know outside of biathlon what you what you do when you're not training what, what are you interested in outside of biathlon um i like i like i played violin for for seven years so i want to do that more often so i started it now again i'm playing a little bit violin because i think it's also good for for shooting to concentrate and, and focus and i can take a lot out of so i i think i, I need to do it more often so it's like <laughs> i'm a little bit lazy in that but i really want to start again <laughs> and at the moment i'm i'm learning french because of my boyfriend so that's at the moment what i am i'm doing most of the time and now I also want to study um, something. So I will learn the next months, years. That's what I do in my free time. And yeah, it, free time we don't have a lot because normally there's uh, training in morning and also in the afternoon. So between there is not a lot of time, but when then I do those things I just mentioned. To switch off when you do have free time from, from everything and yeah, do something completely different. When I really, really need to switch off, then I then it's more like lying in bed and watching Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's not uh -huh. like I'm always this. Uh, I'm also uh, also lazy. <laughs> yeah, not, not always playing the violin every every minute that you have. No, 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 it's not like that. <laughs> <laughs> so when you train, is that in in a? Do you train in a group or is it more individually or? Um, last year, because I was I was still in school, I didn't graduate it. So I, I graduated one year ago, exactly now. And so I was training a lot with my dad. And because I my school was here in, in Innsbruck, where I live, and all the groups are in Hofilzen. It's like one and a, and a half hour away from, from here. So for me, it was like easier because I have 20 minutes away in Seefeld. And I could train there more um, or easier than in Hofilzen. So I, I trained a lot with my dad. And this year is a bit different. And uh, we we changed a lot with, with coaches and everything. So I'm in a group now in Hofilzen. And I think I'm, I'm going to be in Hofilzen more this year. And uh, but I, I also don't want to to stop the, the training completely with my dad because he has a lot of experience and uh, he was he was an athlete by himself so he can teach me a lot of things 
And so I think it will be a mix of, of training with, with the group and uh, training with my dad. Yeah. Do you do you get a lot of support from your federation? Do they kind of help you organize your season or or do you have independence like choose what races you go to and what where you where you race during the year? Um so yeah, I mean my, the federation he they, they they support me, yes of course. Um even if I'm if if I'm not in Hochfilzen or if I'm training with my dad. Um so like uh, I go with them on on trainings camp and everything. And for the for the competitions where I compete, we always have some selections there um, at the beginning of winter. So I can't really say now where I'm starting next year because this is always uh, uh, the selection takes place in in October uh, in November. And and then I know where I'm starting. And uh, yes. Makes sense. Is it is it difficult in biathlon to to find sponsors, for example? Is that something you you find difficult, or is that something they have kind of approach you or other way? You mean like uh, for bad sponsors and like yeah yeah exactly. If you have good contacts, then yeah, it's it's not easy. So I know a lot of people who uh, don't find and uh, somebody at the moment, but but it's also because due to Corona, I think um that's that it is more difficult uh, now um but i have a like supernova they are my sponsors like three years now i'm, I'm really happy with with them and uh, it's it's not yeah it's for me it's very important that they support me because i know it's not always so so easy and uh, normally yeah if you yeah, I think in all in all, it's it's hard to find uh, somebody. Yes. Yeah, I guess it's like an added 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 pressure, but like you're you're doing well and improving. So I think yeah, obviously over time will be. But so I guess looking ahead to next season, what what are your plans? Is it to continue kind of on IBU Cup tour? Or? Yeah. So like as I mentioned, the selections before, if I'm if they are going to let me start in EBU Cup, it would be a, my, my yeah a goal to start in EBU Cup again because normally I still would be junior. So my my goals of the seasons are are definitely the the junior world championships because these are my last ones. And yeah, and to maybe because I I reached the second place the last year, so I I see now what's possible in EBU Cup. So I really want to dominate more in EU Cup, and maybe there is one or two um, uh, start starting places in in World Cup too. That would be really nice. Yeah, definitely. How does it work with the selection? Are there like national trials, or is it do you have to just reach certain positions in in races over a year? Or um, no, these are just like we have two races uh, in in we are there, we are always in Obadilia in in this time. And we are just normally there's a sprint and a pursuit, and yeah, and after that races it depends on which place you you reached. Uh, they say yeah you go to EBU Cup, you go to World Cup, um, but normally the the coaches um, they know before because um, I say always I'm still young so I'm junior. Um, if I really want to start in World Cup, then I first want to try 
if I if I can reach the top ten in EBU Cup, because if I don't can reach it, then in the top ten in EBU Cup, then I, I I don't need to go to World Cup because I I wouldn't have a chance at all. So for me, it's always important that I I made some good places in maybe the lower um, category before, like EBU Cup, before I go to World Cup. No, definitely, and I think in biathlon you see like peak can peak at very different ages. Like some people can you know peak later in their 20s or earlier and then people are still you see like a top top of the world cup level just still in their 30s plus like winning going on the podium so you know you have such you're so like you know you're still young and improving so it's such a kind of not I guess it's easy to race too many races or kind of tie yourself out burn out over a season so it's difficult to I guess balance that and just yeah just let yourself develop in a natural way yeah yeah you're right <clears throat> Because I think it's it's coming um, early enough, so you you need to be prepared and also need to to see that you have, as you said, not to have too much races and and always stay a bit calm and and wait what is coming for you and uh, yeah, I think I'm I'm 21 now, so I hope I will get some chances for World Cup. But when I go to World Cup, you just need to be prepared because it's a uh, it's high level in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You, you, when you, when you get to, it, yeah, you, you want to be, be arriving well prepared and, and not feel like, it, yeah, too soon. Yeah, because to I always say, if I'm going there and I'm running for the 80 place, what do I have? I want to go there and maybe make some points, or I don't know. I, I, I just want to go there and, and, and want to know I can reach the points. And if I'm just running for the 80 place, I, yeah. For me, that is not not enough. I really want to be ready if I start there. No, that's a really, it's really also good. The connection with media and everything is just a different level. So if you go there, then maybe, yeah, um, they say, yeah, why is she starting in here now? She has no <laughs> chance, and you always have to think about that too. I think that's yeah. Yeah, once you at the World Cup, there's so many other other like, pressures and distractions as well, like around yeah, any any just, world. Yeah, uh, watching a lot of people. Like a bit different, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, it's been really interesting to to talk to you, and thanks, thanks so much for taking the time. And we'll definitely catch up again at some point um, once the new season gets gets underway, and see how you see how you're doing. Yeah, thank you so much again for the invitation.